No my hearty my Kitano Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. On today, just this afternoon, Prime Minister Scott Morrison signalled he will declare a national emergency in response to the flooding there. A national emergency trigger has never been pulled. But this flooding is extraordinary. We crossed to Australia just after four. Also, many principals and teachers are finding this part of the, the pandemic even harder than lockdown. All of school principal Andrew King on that. And the squeeze might be on for many sectors, but not for banking. Banks in Aotearoa made more than $6 billion in 2021. That on the program. And what happens when you are in a relationship and you notice that over time your partner, husband, wife, very slowly goes down the misinformation rabbit hole. Maybe this happened to you. We talk about that. 2101. You can email me at the panel at rnz.co.nz. Uh, also, we will try and read a couple more of your wonderful poems here on the panel. Uh, we were sent many. Uh, this after Connor English declared that he, in fact, wrote poetry, and quite a lot of it. Uh, with me for the first time this afternoon, Emma John, who is a writer, former TV producer, mother of three. You may have, you may have heard Emma uh, review television on Jesse Mulligan's afternoon show. Emma, kia ora. It's lovely to have you on the panel. Welcome to your first time. Thank you very much, Wallace. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, nice, nice to have you on. Also with us, we have Sam Johnson, who is the Chief Executive of the Student Volunteer Army, uh, freshly renewed as an adjunct fellow at the University of Canterbury. Sam, am I right? Uh, yes, you are. Good afternoon, Wallace. So have a, you been a, renewed? Um, are you an adjunct <coughs> fellow or am I making it up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no, I am an adjunct fellow. just got renewed last week and I did my first guest lecture Ooh. today. It's oh. great to... Um, uh, carry on uh, uh, my professional life with an SVA in Student Monitor Army, but it's great to keep a hand uh, supporting the University of Canterbury with its uh, great course down there. So um, that was quite an exciting little announcement. And speaking of keeping your hand in, uh, are you going to run for Parliament? (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) Thank you, though, Wallace. I've had had a few different parties and people ask, but I'm pretty happy to do Well, you were were endorsed (laughs) by John Key, so I'm just asking. Um, (laughs) But that's a big no for now. All right, now it's time for Dear Panel. Uh, and every Wednesday we, uh, you know, we open a couple of letters that, uh, you know, is not necessarily related to anything else at all. Uh, and this is the slot for it. And if you have one of those, just put in the subject line, dear panel, and uh, we'll sneak it in. Here's one. This is uh, from uh, Aaron in Auckland. Uh, I have a new flatmate working out well. Working out well, but a month in, I have noticed that he peels the potatoes. In fact, he not only peels the potatoes. But he peels the carrots too. And I wasn't quite sure if I was seeing things, as I, as I haven't seen this before, well, since my nana was alive. Would it be too rude of me to address the issue and ask him, hey, what's the point? Or should I let it slide as a personal quirk? Emma, you first on this. I don't know whether you peel your potatoes or not. I mean, so much to unpack here. First yeah. of all, what kind of potatoes? Like, I mean, is he Does it peeling... Matter? But, well, yeah, I was thinking about it. I think it does. If he's peeling baby potatoes, that Mm. is weird. But if he's peeling a big, chunky roasting potato, then that's, I would have thought, pretty standard. But now I'm thinking, am I the weird one? You know, like I've traditionally (laughs) always felt sorry for people that have been unlucky enough to eat an unpeeled carrot, for example. But maybe I've got that wrong, you know? Well, you might have it wrong. Uh, I've never seen a. I, I haven't seen a potato peel, any potato peeled since 1975. 
Really? But but you're telling me uh, it happens quite often. And How yours do you are... mash? <laughs> are you doing a rustic mash? Yeah, doesn't everyone? Wallace, you're, 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 your Sam? your potatoes no. must be a little bit brown when you mash them together then, Wallace. If, if you keep the, yeah, like a rustic keep the mash. skins on. Yeah, rustic mash. I mean, that's quite a nice flavor. Oh, even, even my producer in, in, my, in my what they call cans, actually headphones, uh, everyone peels, mate. No, not everyone peels at all. Uh, 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 yeah. Well, who I does? think that it's you've got modern, to, yeah. Isn't it fibre? Isn't, isn't the new word fibre? Isn't that what they talk about? So if you peel your potatoes, even when they're baking, what's the point of eating them? Emma. Uh, well, if you're going for a smooth, creamy mash, I mean, the clues in the sentence I just said, it's not going to be smooth and creamy <laughs> if it's chunky and rustic. But it Sam, depends what you're going for. Yeah. I think it all comes down to time. Do you have time to peel the carrots and the potatoes and the kuma or whatever? Or are you just, if you're just cooking transaction in the week to eat, then you just throw them in the pot, give them a scrub. Yeah. It's true. I, 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 well, I, I just always thought that we were um, uh, we were living in the world of BP. You know, that, that is beyond peeling. Uh, <laughs> because because <laughs> I, I don't peel anything. I think anything. this is going to be a good panel, Wallace. This is fun. <laughs> 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 I don't peel. I don't peel anything, people. I don't even peel kiwi fruit. I eat kiwi fruit as I do an apple. Uh, <laughs> Get out you, of town! You, Get out of me. town! Yeah, you got me. All right. I don't, of course, I peel a banana. Uh, what I peel all my potatoes and carrots. Skins are gross. The person is cooked. This person is cooked. Uh, what is wrong with peeling <laughs> potatoes and carrots? I, I think it's everything. Uh, anyway, Wallace. Uh, you, yeah. You, well, sorry, sorry. You do know the potatoes come out of the ground. They actually grow in the soil. They don't just come from the bag in the shop. That's right. So, no, that, wouldn't, yeah, that's... <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't you get your scrubbing brush, Sam Johnson, and actually scrub your potatoes, <laughs> and then oh gosh, they're Which all coming more, through. Which is arguably more <laughs> arguably more effort than just peeling them. <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's no proof that the nutrients are in the peel. It was a myth put around in the eighties. I've got to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> Am I, in fact, spreading misinformation on um, public radio? Mash with mash with lumps of skin in it? Emma, you are not weird. You are on the side of the potato-eating angels. So I'll get to the bottom of that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for your time. thanks for your response on that. Anyway, here's another one, and this is anonymous. Short question. It was our fifth anniversary the other day. And, well, I received a microwave. Sure, it was a convection microwave. In fact, it can also make fast steam-cooked meals as it has a unique turbo steam function. I might have mentioned it in passing, hey, wow, what a great microwave, but I didn't expect it for my 50th, sorry, sorry, for my fifth anniversary present. I guess I'm asking the panel, I don't know how I feel about this. Would you guys like an anniversary gift like this? So around the panel on this, Sam, you first on this. Uh, no, it doesn't count unless you. It is actually something that's been bought delivery for you, not just a present for both the people in the in the partnership. Uh, then I think it doesn't count. So I would firmly reject it. Say so yes, uh, that's a good thing we need for the house. But where's my present? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's quite a strong opinion there, Sam. But uh, what? But what? What if you could be forgiven? I actually checked this out. So I went to a on online. Uh, what was it? Was it Harvey Norman or was it Briscoe's? I, I can't recall. Anyway, this particular microwave is around $759 new. Uh, oh, that changes it, things. Yeah, exactly. So isn't it an honour to receive a fifth anniversary gift? You've got a 750 buck microwave as a gift. I thought it would be quite nice. Emma? It's, no, it's um, grim. 
is the word that springs to mind. <laughs> I just think stay away from small appliances as it's any not, kind it's of. Not, it's not a small appliance. It's a well, convection it's microwave. It's yeah, but it's it not a fridge. Fast, it can steam cook. It's a unique oh. gift. Ugh, but it's sort of, you know, domesticity, isn't it? It's uh-huh. kitchen stuff. It's sort of, no, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's a, I think it's a bad call. Okay. Bad isn't, call. isn't there a sort of a guide of what you're meant to give at each anniversary anyway? Yes, Wallace? and it's you, wood. You know, there's, there's the paper one and it's the, something or other. It's wood. Ah. So the fifth is wood. It's Emma. wood for the fifth year. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, on that on that note, way out of line, isn't it? Um, so both you, Sam and Emma, saying no to the micro any items of domesticity, not an adequate present, not, not a not a proper present, Sam. No, I don't think so. I think uh, definitely get it. Uh, just put it back. Say yes, we need that for the kitchen things, and ask for something else. Just okay. a little bit of sentimental. You don't have to spend much money. Yeah. Nice. Okay. You don't have to spend a lot of money. More sentimental than a steam-cooked uh, conviction microwave, even though it is 760 bucks. Um, <laughs> uh, although someone says, I got a potato mash for my, for my, for my Mother's Day once. Um, Dennis, oh, says, Den- Dennis says, lucky it wasn't a lawnmower. Uh, Wendy says, Wallace, fibre is in your peel, and your digestive biome needs many different fibres to eat. All right, uh, kia ora for your feedback there, and thank you for those wonderful letters, uh, dear panel. Time for uh, I've Been Thinking. Emma John, your first one, why don't you start? This week, I've been thinking a lot about my daughter's school's cell phone policy. It's causing me quite a lot of concern. It's quite a loose policy, and uh, apparently the... Kids are meant to keep their cell phones in the bags, bottom of their bags, you know, throughout the school day, mm. but they don't. And they're on them throughout lunchtime and morning tea and covertly during class time. And my daughter said to me, Mum, I'm keen to make some new friends, but everyone's just on their phones all the time. Oh. And it makes me really sad. And And on a broader note, I sort of feel as a parent that – it's this momentous struggle all the time to keep social media at bay for as long as possible. And I feel disappointed with the school that they're not taking it so seriously. Um, and and it's it feels like this sort of big, huge, mean, relentless monster that's standing at my front door trying to... Mm almost take away my kids' childhoods, you know? And so that's what's kind of been churning me up a bit this week. That would have tugged a little bit at the heartstrings, uh, heartstrings, Emma. Um, you coming to you and saying, look, I want to make friends, but they're all on their phones. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I just think that, you know, um, the possibility of bullying, all of that type of thing is is so much worse online. And you can imagine a couple of kids on their phone sort of uh, bullying the third kid, you know, or let's say two kids are on their phone and then um, the third kid doesn't really want to be on their phone, but because the other two are, that kid gets out their phone. And it reminded me of, you know, there was that story in the paper of a couple of weeks ago. I think it's, was it Otago Boys High? I'm not sure, I can't quite remember, I'm sorry, that have implemented a zero uh, tolerance policy for cell phones. It was a Tiger Boys High School. 
Yes, and quite a few schools are doing the same thing, and and it's confounding to me uh, why my daughter's school doesn't seem to want to do it. And is it is it pressure from parents? Do parents want their children to be perpetually contactable? You know, Mm. Um, I mean, I think my mum probably got a message to me via the school office maybe twice in my whole school career. You yeah. know, if you need to get in touch with your kids, you can. That's very true. That's very true. Kia ora, Emma. That's a really um, insightful I've been thinking, and uh, let's hope that, uh, that, that that issue gets resolved. All right, Sam Johnson, I've been thinking. Uh, thank you, Wallace. Well, I've been actually thinking this week about the, the good news at the moment, because it is pretty easy to get uh, a little bit um, uh, depressed or feel a bit unwell uh, looking at all the news of of, uh, of Russia and the mm-hmm. unfortunate things that are happening in Australia as well, as well as the protests and things around New Zealand. So I was thinking good news, and I had a chat about this with my wonderful podmates at, at the office today, and we came up with a bit of a list um, around us opening up, the country's opening up. Uh, if you look up at night time, there's planes flying at night. MIQ is finally gone, uh, and live events are coming back. So we were all pretty excited about that. Um, but but along those lines, I think it's also we should be really proud that there's much better support available out there through a huge number of organisations, including our own uh, Student Volunteer Army, for um, people who do have COVID when we catch it uh, eventually. And, and uh, we, we've recently just launched a partnership model uh, where local groups can take responsibility for their local supermarket and plug into our system and help support Uh, your local area with grocery delivery using our grocery delivery tool. Um, And that's operating now at all the New World Four Squares and soon all the pack and saves around the country. So we're just really proud of the people who've come together to help us make it it work. Uh, We we don't have volunteers... Yeah, thank you. We don't have volunteers all throughout the country, right? But with by partnering with other groups, and then we pass on a bit of the delivery fee to them as a fundraiser. Um, and so we're looking for other groups to join. Um, so I can so let you know now. You I can let you know now, Sam, that we've had a few people who do live on their own, uh, elderly, uh, mm. uh, get in touch with us. How do I get food? I've got no one to rely on. Um, mm. And I sent them uh, the details of the Student Volunteer Army and. It worked for them. Amazing. Mm. It works anywhere in the country. So um, keen, oh. send us an order. You can do it over the phone uh, or um, and get in touch if you're keen to help us deliver. All right. Lots to discuss. Kia Sam. So Sam Johnson, Emma John on the programme this afternoon. And someone says, Emma, write a letter to the Board of Trustees and they have to address uh, that issue. You're on the panel. Four to five right here. Stay with us.